For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. If you're into sports betting, Bet Online is where you should go to win money today. Whether it's live bets during games or futures for who you think will win the championship, Bet Online has all the latest odds, news, and information for your online sports betting needs. As we mentioned, championship odds, why not take a look? The Lakers at 3 to 1, your Clips at 16 to 1, despite Kawhi being out, and Rookie of the Year odds, Cade Cunningham 3 to 1, Jalen Green 4 to 1. Everything you need at Bet Online. Visit the website today on your or use your mobile device to join and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So before the next big game, head on over to Bet Online and start playing today. Bet Online, your online sportsbooks experts. <laughs> and what's up, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of the Believe in Clippers podcast. Jesse Cass and Alex Sacker back with you here. We had our own little off-season break, but we're back with, with plenty to talk about uh, for the Clippers into free agency right now. We'll cover the NBA draft, uh, touch on you know the finals and injuries and everything that's happened in the time we've been away. So, Alex, uh, good to, to get back here with you uh, for a new episode of Believe in Clips. Glad to be back and uh, to be you know get this thing going. And uh, you know I'm optimistic for next year for sure moving forward. Yeah, and, you know, obviously you said it's been a little while since we, we've been here, so, you know, just run through the things real quickly. Uh, you know, congrats to, yeah. the, to the Bucks for winning the championship. That was a, a fun final series. Obviously Giannis went crazy in the end, and, you know, Chris Middleton and everyone else, and, uh, you know, as, as well as Phoenix played throughout their run, you know, they finally ran into a, a healthy team and uh, a great series, uh, and Milwaukee won that one. What, what were your thoughts on the finals? Man, it was an excellent finals, man. I was on my seat every time. Um, you know, it's a crazy different time zone for me. I got to stay up to 2 o'clock a.m. to watch a game, and I was definitely tuned in, you know. Um, these two teams, the Phoenix Suns and um, the Milwaukee Bucks, were underdogs in itself, and uh, I'm always rooting for underdogs. Um, I really, me personally, I wanted to see Chris Paul get a ring, you know what I mean, but you know, I know how hard Giannis is working, you know, day and night. So it would have been really tough to, to pull that away from him. And uh, the Milwaukee Bucks, man, hats goes off to them, as well as the Phoenix Suns, man. They're a great organization for sure, all the way through coaching staff and everything. So it was a great finals for sure. Yeah, a lot of fun in a, in a couple teams that, you know, we haven't seen in that position before. So that, that was definitely a fun finals. And, uh, yeah, it takes us in, into the offseason, obviously. I think – I think the the biggest news, at least to start, uh, we know we're in the midst of free agency right now. But you know, of course, Kawhi yeah. Leonard, who of course is a free agent as well. But the, you know, the injury news or the news that he had surgery, it ended up being an ACL. You know, we didn't really know what that injury from the playoffs was or the severity of it. It was a, a partial tear, but still, that constructive surgery likely the recovery is similar to a full ACL tear. So, you know, Kawhi will be down for for a while at least. Uh, what are your initial thoughts on just on that news and kind of how both he and the Clippers react and move forward from there? Man, it's a bummer. It really is to see uh, 
um, your star player go down, you know, especially in a season that it's a rebuilding situation and we're trying to get guys tuned and back into, you know, the situation where we were just at as far as winning a championship. It's unlikely, you know, and um, to go with that mindset of talking about championship when you have your leader um, that's, um, that's literally just on, on hold right now, um, it's questionable for sure. Um, knowing how hard Kawhi works, knowing how he is um, always consistent and, and a leader as far as just not vocal, but more so his actions, um, you want him to be 100%. And you don't want to have no lapse of him, you know, coming onto the court where he's he's fifty fifty or even ninety percent sure uh, of himself. So it's really uh, devastating to see him, um, you know, injured for for whoever, however known, like six months, nine months, however it is going to be. But for the most part, man, I'm really um, saddened to hear that news for sure. Um, but yeah, yeah, hopefully it go ahead. No, it's definitely tough, obviously, and uh, like you said with Kawhi, and we, we kind of were touching on it before we started uh, recording here, that, you know, the history, of of course, with, you know, a degenerative knee issue, the whole kind of tension that he had with the Spurs that kind of put him out the door there. Um, yeah. So like you said, you want him, first and foremost, to come back at 100%, not try to come back at 90 or 85 or whatever it is. So, And you know that Kawhi himself, he's always going to take care of his body, so I think you know, it's just obviously guessing right now because you never really know with, especially this far out. But uh, you know, you would anticipate at least right now when you're planning for the next season to to not have him for you know the majority, if not all, of next season, um, and just hope for you know his health to get better. And especially now with with free agency, you know he's he's a free agent. He declined his option, but is likely going to sign a new deal with the Clippers. So that's, you know, something when you're taking that into consideration, I don't think there's any doubt you obviously want to bring him back and you'll pay him max dollars for the player that he is, but you want him to be fully healthy. So however long that yeah. takes, you kind of just have to have to ride it through this year and, and hope that, you know, he comes back maybe at the end of the season, but regardless, you want him healthy and a hundred percent. No, you want him healthy for sure. And, um, you know, Paul George did an unbelievable job in the playoffs when he was down. We had we saw a glimpse of playoff P. Um, but you know, these teams right now in the in the pre in the preseason, but um the uh, the off season right now are well put together, you know, and um we, we gotta have these key pieces to help benefit um for these, these tough games, you know, down the road. And um, you know, Paul George is definitely a man that can actually win games for you but you need both of them to win that championship more than anything you know so uh it's just a big bummer for sure yeah and like we said we're we're far out far out from what would be you know april and may in the playoffs and you know we'll see yeah. then if what the recovery is like for Kawhi if there's any chance he comes back this year but i do think this team well like you said championship is probably uh, not within their sights with Kawhi out uh you know we've seen through all of last year and even in the playoffs as you just mentioned they're still a very good team even without Kawhi Leonard and a deep team uh, and bringing back a lot of those key pieces is, is important and we've seen at least the start of that here in free agency you know Nick Batum deciding to re-sign which is a you know huge such a glue guy there were rumblings he might you know be going to Golden State but he ended up staying with the Clippers you know Serge Ibaka opted back in so he's back for another year and we know he dealt with a lot of injuries last year and 
really yeah. the the other main you know key there for the Clippers, of course, outside of Kawhi, who is still you know technically not re-signed yet, is is Reggie Jackson, who I think uh, we saw firsthand, especially in the playoffs, just how incredible he could be. Uh, how much of a you know spark he could provide scoring the basketball and you know going forward without Kawhi for a while I think it just makes it all the more important for for someone like Reggie who brought that along with seemingly just great spirit and great joy in the locker room I, I, don't, I don't know if there's anyone out there that that doesn't love Reggie Jackson so we're you know Twitter is is constantly being refreshed here to see when uh, if and when Reggie uh, is coming back to the Clips yeah man um I, uh, like you said in the beginning too as well I don't think anybody has the, the capacity to pay Reggie Jackson um, for what he's been what he's worth you know and um, he's definitely worth uh, a bag right now you know for what he did in the playoffs man. and to touch on a little bit of what you said as far as him you know performing at a high level man he's an elite player you know and uh, from that standpoint on he can't go back from, from what we just saw and what you gave us, you know, and he's definitely going to push the needle and be that elite player, you know, from, from the beginning of the jump of the season and carrying on for sure. So all we said, though, he just needed a little bit more time and a little bit more freedom to get back to that to that Reggie Jackson player that we know he is, and he definitely showed it. So hats off to him. Um, his agent better lock in and get to the Clipper show, man. So <laughs> we definitely need him for sure. Yeah, and just for those that, that might be curious about kind of the, the cap numbers out there, uh, you know, the Clippers, they have Jackson's what they're called bird rights. So they can they can basically offer him four years, $47 million, So, you know, somewhere in the 11 to $12 million a year range, which, you know, he might be able to get more than that. But we've seen, as we often do at the starter free agency, you know, teams spending their cap, their cap money quickly. A lot of the, the teams that had cap space, uh, don't anymore, honestly. You know, New Orleans seemed to be a threat, but they spent money on Devontae Graham and Thomas Sadoransky. Uh, you know, obviously the Bulls got Lonzo Ball. There, you know, there's been so much movement, but a lot of these teams that had cap space don't really anymore. And then the few that do, uh, you know, I don't know if they'd necessarily be fits for Reggie. You know, you have the Thunder, who have a couple young guards, and they're not really looking to win yet. You have the Spurs, who... If anything, they are kind of set at guard at any position. You know, they got Derek White and Dejounte Murray. So, uh, you know, on paper at least, it, it, it looks like uh, you know the the return for Reggie Jackson is is right there in waiting. We're just kind of seeing, you know, what the what the holdup is. But uh, you know, I, I think I don't think anyone in Clipperland would be mad if they gave him that full, you know, forty seven million over four years. I think that's more than fair for for what we saw he is and what he can be in the playoffs for this team. No question. No question. Yeah, and, uh, and, and to actually tag on to what you're saying, too, like Reggie Jackson, we see now that he has to play. And yeah. all these teams that are that are small teams that have a lot more freedom as far as the minutes they're given, they already paid up for these guys. You know what I mean? So this is the perfect situation for Reggie. Him as a player and anybody that plays the game, you want to play basketball. You don't want to be tied into, you know, strenuous minutes where you're not performing at the highest level, especially if you had that freedom to play um, that he did in the playoffs, you know. So that's another thing that you got to tag into the situation as well, too. Yeah, and that that's one reason that, 
you know, assuming that he does come back and, you know, we talked about obviously the, the Kawhi injury kind of puts a, a cap, at least for right now, on, on where the Clippers can go. But why I'm still pretty confident and high on this team as at least, you know, a playoff team and maybe even still up near the top half of the West, despite how tough that is, you know, within the yeah. top four, five, six, whatever that may be. Uh, just for the fact that we saw it so much last year, you know, all those games where they were shorthanded, uh, you know, Reggie stepped up in those. We've seen, you know, we've talked at length on this podcast about Terrence Mann. We know he's looking yep. potentially with more minutes to take another step up. So, you know, I think with Ty Lu, with what he he was able to show, what he can get out of these players and out of this roster, uh, you know, it, it inspires a lot of confidence that even with their best player down, uh, there's a lot of depth still on the roster, and I think a lot of room for for improvement for some of the young guys. So, uh, you know, I think still a lot to be hopeful for going forward. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. And it's fun, you know what I mean? You got a coach that's actually giving you the ball to make mistakes and, and learn from them and actually just play and be free. I see these guys playing with a lot more freedom of just being happy to be out there on the court and play. And those 50-50 balls, as far as the hustles, you know, Terrence Mann is definitely on them. He loves to play defense and he gets a, a, a thrill to actually stop the defenders. Um, I mean, opponents when he when he gets a chance to, you know. So um, Terrence Mann has definitely proven himself where he can be put any position, be well-equipped of, of knowing the plays, whether it's the point guard or the off guard or, you know, sometimes the three guard as well, too, if they go small. Yeah, no doubt. And, you know, free agencies, we said, we're still, I think we're, we've become so... In, uh, used to and adept to stuff happening so quickly now. You know, a couple years ago, often guys wouldn't sign till a week in. Right now, we have everyone agreeing to their deals. You know, when the clock hits zero zero, when free, when free agency starts, yeah. um, what have you seen so far? Whether it's the Clippers and the guys we mentioned, or just outside in the league of you know what's caught your eye here in the beginning of free agency uh, in the NBA. Man, it just happened fast. You know what I mean? I follow. Uh... Wiseman, if I if I said his name right, um, on Twitter, and he just it just came with like fifteen free agency, just you know, off the top, you know, guys that actually have big names, you know, um, that that are known, and they're getting a bag right now. That's the first thing I seen. Like, damn, these guys are really getting paid. <laughs> so that's a great thing more than anything. And then um, you know, um, guys are really um, getting paid for what they're worth. You know, it's a lot of great basketball being shown, and uh, um, these teams aren't taking it lightly. They know these these guys are well um, versed as far as um, playing, and they have to be paid for what they're dues for sure. So, um, I see that the Clippers, I mean, that the Lakers are really, you know, putting the pieces together right now um, as far as building the team around LeBron James. Um, I see uh, the New York Knicks is, is is in the fight as too as well, and a lot of other teams. You know, they're trying to build a huge base as far as every single piece that's needed to win championships. I think the the idea of them seeing the Milwaukee Bucks win this year, it is doable and everybody's vulnerable right now. You know, it's no like Golden State when, you know, Golden State was just phenomenal and nobody can beat them. Or the Los Angeles Lakers when LeBron's at the peak in AD. Everybody's up to winning the championship right now, so they they're getting their teams to ready right now and getting their small pieces, even the benches, you know. So that's what I see more than anything that they're going for it. Every team is. Yeah, and that's that's what's been really fun is that uh, you know while 
you know, there can only be one champion. We saw this past year, you know, you never know what's going to happen with injuries. You know, you know, like we, like we said with Phoenix, who, you know, not to take anything away from them, they obviously played extremely well. They're a great team, but, you know, I don't think anyone would, would say that when healthy, they would be the team representing the Western Conference in the, in the finals. But that, that kind of goes to the point of all these teams being like, hey, if we're, we put ourselves in a good enough position, if we get the right kind of, you know, luck in a playoff run, then maybe we're that team that can take that next step and go further than people think. So, um, like you said, I, I think uh, it's been it's been exciting to see rather than a lot of teams standing pat, which we've seen in past years, you know, some big uh-huh. moves being made and whether some of the contracts are questionable or not, uh, you know, at least teams are you know, being, being aggressive and going for it. And, you know, one of those moves, you could say, arguably was at the expense of the Clippers. You know, there was rumors that they were trying to talk with DeMar DeRozan, but the Clippers didn't really have didn't really have any money and that was apparent when uh you know, they they could really offer maybe a sign and trade, but likely just a, you know, a low mid-level and then the Bulls come in and get him for 28 million dollars a year. So it's like, okay, that's that, but <laughs> uh but just yeah, teams being aggressive and uh like the Bulls, yeah, go, adding significant talent to their core. <laughs> Yeah, man, they uh, they're doing a great job for sure. Uh, but I think the time is ticking right now. They have to get their guys that they already have on the table. And I'm talking about the Clippers. Yeah, we already talked about it before. We got to get these guys signed before we can actually go out free agency and shop for any other guy. You know, um, the foundation has to be set where guys already know their role and know that they're actually wanted on this team. And moving forward from that standpoint, that's going to be the biggest thing right now. So we're a little behind, I think. But um, nonetheless, though, you know, we Clipper Nation, baby, we're always behind. <laughs> we're going to catch up regardless. <laughs> yeah, and I will say one thing. Like, obviously, we talked about the importance of Reggie Jackson. I think that's the next big move for them to make. Yeah. I will say one thing. While, you know, as you said, it does feel like you're a little bit behind. I think, you know, it's important to note at least that because of the trade that the Lakers made to get Westbrook, they pretty much yeah. had no one else on their roster. I think it was Alfonso McKinney who they ended up waving. They literally had three or four players under contract. So seeing them sign yeah. eight, nine different guys is because they needed to sign eight, nine different guys. So, <laughs> yeah, <true. laughs> so you know, when when it's like, oh, how are they getting all these people? So they gotta they gotta fill out a roster. So you know, I, I think <laughs> you know they've signed some some really intriguing people. I honestly think you know the younger guys they've signed, like Kendrick Nunn and Malik Monk are probably yeah. the better fits for them than some of the older, you know, more well-known names like like Melo and Ariza and guys who, you know, still can play a little bit but might might be a little bit past where, you know, the Lakers would like them to be at this point. But, um, you know, with that said, yeah, for the Clippers, I think Reggie Jackson is, is the key right now. And then, you know, what can you yeah. find with that? million exception, mid-level room exception, uh, can you get a good player to take a discount? Because there are going to be some players here left that aren't going to get the money that they're looking for that maybe they'll come, whether it's a one-year deal or not. But, you know, guys like Danny Green is out there. Kelly Oubre is out there. You know, like a wing who could help the team right now step in and kind of play, you know, significant minutes for the team. So if they're able to cash in on one of those guys, I think that would really kind of lift up where, where the offseason is now. You know, right now it's kind of just yeah. at, at a neutral place. You've got Batum back, which is great. You mentioned Reggie. Of course, you obviously are expecting Kawhi to, to return uh, and re-sign, but 
uh, what can they do with the minimum contracts with that room exception to to kind of add to the fringes of the team? Yeah, for sure. Um, to me, I know I know McGee's not actually in the free agent market for sure, but I would try to look for some guy like that, you know, that can actually run the floor, block shots, and and be uh, exciting for for a team. I can't constantly, I can't think of a name right now that that portrays that that image for sure. But um, somebody that from that caliber standpoint that that's a big you know what I mean that's agile and that's limber where you don't have to go small ball you can throw him in there in any any shape of of, of formality and you can actually run with him you know so um, I think I would be looking in that direction for sure um, knowing that the fact that you know our big guy was out um, we had um, um, Baca, him, yeah. Baca yeah Baca injured you know with the nagging injuries and stuff like that so we really can't expect him to play 82 games, you know, in, in a short period, in a small, long period of time. So that's going to be a key piece right there, I would think so. Yeah, and another name that, you know, I this is obviously not reporting or anything or don't even know if the Clippers are interested, but someone who I think has been under the radar just because he got hurt again, uh, you know, he turned down big money, but Victor Oladipo is still out mm. there. And mm. as you said, mm. there's, there's not a lot of money or most teams don't have a lot of money at this point. So he's going to take some kind of lower offer. You know, why not offer him the chance to be, especially now, hey, Kawhi's out. There's an opportunity to step in here. You know, if you can regain your form, then that's a huge kind of high risk, high reward type player that, that might be out there that is gettable for the Clippers here in free agency. Yeah, I would think so. Why not take a gamble and see if that works this year? You know what I mean? I think you got more freedom to gamble and see um, what works or not at this rate because it's not so much let's win a championship and or nothing type thing. It's more or let's see if these pieces work more than anything and, and go from that standpoint. But that's a great key piece right there, Oladipo, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and on the note of just you know expectations for this year and you know the team not necessarily – looking for championship right away and being able to, you know, throw some ideas at the wall. Uh, that kind of takes us into the draft a little bit where, you know, the Clippers had the 25th pick in the draft and we saw them be be pretty aggressive. They traded up to 21. They traded to get into the second round for two second round picks. Uh, and, and, you know, I like the process of what they did here in the draft where, of course, you never really know what a player is going to be till we see him on the court. But uh, three yeah. guys that are pretty high upside guys you know Keon Johnson who they took in the first round out of Tennessee yep. you know set the record for vertical leap with a 48 inch vertical he's a crazy athlete you know he says he models his game after Kawhi so you know he's a hard-working defender and as we said yep. someone who can potentially help you out there with you know an infusion of youth and athleticism and then in the second round Jason Preston you know rated as one of the best passers in the draft big 6'5 point guard who could help you out there off the bench and then you know at pick 51 with you you know you don't usually get players there but uh you know a big swing again with with bj boston out of kentucky who coming into the year was ranked in a lot of people's top 10 you know he had he didn't have the best year at kentucky but shows you the talent at least is there especially for a late second round gamble so that's you know three potential young guys who if you even hit on one of them could really help out the team yeah Anyone can go for sure, and um, you can play them in any position. They got great height. Uh, Jason has played played at great pace. I've seen him in the pre-draft playing five on five, and he looks really good, man. You know what I mean with the poise that he has. 
um, at a young age, you know. So his passing really is off the chart. Um, Tennessee boy from uh, um, from Tennessee, he, he's been he's been phenomenal, you know. Um, I think they wanted him more than anything. Uh, he does great size for sure, and you know he reminds you a little bit of a main too, but a little bit more pace. I mean, voice. So it's going to be awesome, you know what I mean, to throw them in the mix and see who actually is able to play at this level and see what you can get for them. But it's a rebuilding process. I shouldn't say rebuilding, but it's a building process where they can have a little bit more wiggle room um, due to the fact that Kawhi's out. Um, there's some more freedom out there that um, that can be shown, you know, and you got a great coach um, that's going to actually teach them. Um, fortunately, um, uh, Chauncey Billups has gone to the Portland Trailblazers um, and he does a great job coaching the young guys, but you know it's going to be awesome to actually see these guys get up and down and, and see what they got for sure. Yeah, that, that's one thing that you know I, I think I'm confident in in the Clippers front office and Ty Lue and his coaching staff. But you know, as you mentioned or alluded to, a couple key assistant coaches who specifically are strong in development, uh, you know, have moved mm-hmm. on to other places. Chauncey Billups, as you just said, in Portland, and Kenny Atkinson, who is known for his player development over to the Warriors so you know how they fill those slots in their coaching staff and just making sure that player development is still you know high on their list and their priorities of of what they want because we've seen it firsthand with you know the steps that Terrence Mann has taken uh, even the steps that Luke Kennard throughout the year uh, and even the star players like Paul George what he did with becoming a better ball handler and passer and just the, the development up and down the roster I think as long as they keep that as focus that'll that'll benefit them going forward. I think so too. I think so too. So we we mentioned Alex that you know what in terms of bringing their own guys back, how important that is. We did throw a few names out at the wall. Uh, is there anyone yeah. specifically uh, for the Clippers that you think could really help? I can also throw some names out here of who's left on the free agent board, but uh, anyone that comes to mind that we haven't mentioned that you think could could potentially slot in. As we said, obviously not going to be a big money guy, but. Uh, yeah. someone who could come in and help out. Man, go ahead and shoot with the names for sure. Uh, I think the salary cap for me is actually only limiting uh, the potential ideas that I have um, because it's not a lot of money, um, especially if you're, you're, you're signing back um, a two-piece as far as the point guard. It's going to be little money. It's for only probably about a one-year contract you know, on the table. Yeah, yeah. It's not going to be, as you said, anything anything huge in that regard in terms of, of who's left but just yeah some notes yeah. of of who's still on the board and, and we can mention which of those are restricted free agents as well you know josh hart is a restricted free agent so that one's not as likely but we mentioned danny green uh you know paul Millsap is out there as more of a veteran guy uh, lou, lou williams is out there i don't know if he would want to come back after being traded but he's still out there uh victor oladipo as we mentioned you know kelly Oubre. Uh, you know, Kem Birch for the Raptors, uh, Avery Bradley, yeah. JJ Redick, you know, uh, Justice Winslow, young player. So, you know, a handful of names out there of guys that, that still remain on the board and in free agency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, JJ Redick, man, that's, we, we definitely need a shooter coming off the screen, uh, knocking down shots. Um, you know what I mean? Like, without having to have the ball in his hands at all times, you know? Yeah. But somewhat, somewhat of a threat um, that you have to key in on. Uh, we got a lot of guys that actually need the ball, and, and so much so, 
like pounding the ball at some times, you know, and not getting the ball up the floor and running, you know what I mean, in transition. So JJ Reddick is would be a nice piece, uh, let alone. Um, but Lou, you know what I mean, that's my guy. <laughs> I, I would love to see Lou back in the uh the red, white, and blue for sure, man. Uh that would be pretty awesome. Uh these guys got, you know, one or two legs, um, you know, as far as years left. So you don't know what you're going to get out of these guys more than anything, and the injuries always come into place too as well. So, um, that's this is a lot of things to go into factor for sure. Yeah, so you know we'll see how how they kind of round this thing out. You know, it's still, despite like it not necessarily feeling like it's still early in the free agent process, despite all the movement. But um, yeah. you know, we we we've, we've harped on it. I think the the importance of getting Reggie Jackson back is huge, and then kind of striking and, and getting a nice hit on that that room exception that you have where like you said whether it's a an athletic big or it's a, a wing who can help you out i think finding that so i think you know two more guys including reggie uh to to kind of round out the roster and then you can kind of see from there uh what you have in summer league if there are any trades that come up but uh, i think those are the you know the important things right now on the list for the clippers to to keep themselves moving moving forward and building on the team yeah definitely all right so definitely. i mean as we as we speak now you mentioned it's been a a quick off season you know the draft free agency summer league starts this weekend it actually started the utah one started yesterday but the the vegas summer league starts this weekend so do they have, do they have the, the names and the list of the roster on the, on the uh, summer league anybody that's key on there that they're looking at i mean the, Clip, the clippers don't yet i think they're probably waiting till Friday, just because the I think, I think that's when the uh, the Brandon Boston trade becomes official. Their rights to get okay. him. So once that's official, okay. I think they'll probably have that roster out there with him on it. But you know for sure, at least uh, those three that we mentioned: Keon Johnson, Jason Preston, Brandon Boston. Those three will be on it. And then yeah, we'll definitely look for for kind of that update of, of who else they bring in for for summer league. You know, I think you can anticipate. Malik Fitz, who played a game or two with the Clippers last year out of St. Mary's, he'll likely be back in the summer league fold. Uh, you know, Jordan Ford as well, who did the same. You know, maybe we'll see Amir Coffee again, some of those young guys. But um, we'll see yeah, who else they bring out just for, for kind of a look to see if anyone can kind of strike and impress the team in summer league play. Definitely. All right, so basketball is back. We're happy to be back here with you. We'll have it all covered, including any and every update on our guy Reggie but Alex thanks so much for for tuning in and uh, we'll be back at this again on our regular once a week schedule going forward yeah we're gonna get to it man let's get to it baby alright Jess well that's it for this week's edition of the Believe in Clippers podcast thanks for dealing with our little hiatus during the offseason we are back in full force once again here in the Believe Podcast Network you can find us wherever you get your podcasts and of course at Believe.com so with all that said we'll talk to you again Next week, for Alex Acker, this is Jesse Cass signing off. On the Believe Podcast Network, LA's number one sports podcast network and the only place for the show for every team in LA and more. We believe in our LA teams. Do you believe? Go Clips.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know, when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.